With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To confront the border crisis last month, I declared a national emergency on our southern The radical Democrats retaliated by passing a reckless resolution to terminate vital border security operations. Can you believe this? And two weeks ago, I proudly issued my first veto. This is the Trevor Carey Show. On the Valley's Power Talk. These countries don't send out their finest, and in some cases, I'm sure you have wonderful, fine people, but you also have criminals, you have uh, murderers, you have uh, sex traffickers, you have a lot of very bad people coming into our country, and they're doing nothing about it. They're allowing everybody to walk through and just come in, and they're not taking anything. They have no information about the people. And that's the people they know about. How about the people they don't know about? All those thousands of people that are coming in with is absolutely no protection. I saw footage today that somebody was taken down at the, the river, the border uh, into Texas, Mexico to Texas. And it was literally just a, a long line of people that did not stop. They just kept coming and coming. It was about up to the waist. Uh, the water was. You could see the coyotes uh, moving them across with hand gestures. And the guys that were filming it were uh, a little bit of ways. They were on the U.S. side, and you could just hear them under their breath just going, I can't believe this. And, wow, look, they're just streaming over. And I only watched like three minutes of it. I don't even know how long it went. I just couldn't believe that it continued. Matthew Miranda at the Fresno Bee Uh, wrote an article that said California built a safety net for millions of undocumented residents. Here's how it happened. Again, that term undocumented residents, undocumented residents, there's not a document form that's out there. Where, Where is that document form? We don't have that document because it goes against the law. Uh, he says here on May 1st, illegal aliens, uh, well, they became eligible for Medicaid. Medi-Cal, 235,000 gaining access to the state's income-based health insurance. Uh, new expansion signed by uh, D.C. Newsom last year. Governor D.C. Newsom Leaney. That, you like that new nickname now? Governor D.C. It keeps getting longer. It's Governor Face Mask Gagging D.C. Newsom Leaney. Uh, he signed it last year, and it's a it's a call it a social safety net for the. They say roughly 2.3 million illegals. I would say, I don't know, quadruple that. I, 
Uh, he signed the budget bill that extended Medi-Cal access to all remaining uncovered adults. And it was a slow mission creep with that. They, you know, every few years they added a certain section of the illegal alien population into this. And the Fresno B writes uh, the milestones included driver's licenses, protections from deportation, tax breaks, COVID 19 pandemic relief, and now health care. It's the strongest social safety net for the undocumented immigrants in the country. They, uh, uh, they're proud of it as milestones. Uh, he goes on to write, undocumented immigrants don't get out of the system what they put into the system. So I hope this serves as an example to the rest of the country. No, he didn't write that. He was quoting Senator Maria Elena Durazo, Democrat of L.A. Uh, they don't get out of the system what they put into the system. That's just a bold-faced lie. Uh, they, they put in $3 billion in taxes in California, and according to FairUS.org, uh, it cost $27 billion. So that's $27 minus $3, $24 billion upside down. You put in $3 billion, you take out $24 billion. Sounds like a very sweet deal. California taxpayers give lawbreakers who steal Social Security numbers, and we call that, if you're a U.S. citizen, identity theft, right? Yeah, we do. Uh, the B writes, in Texas, state authorities return migrants to the border. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed legislation that requires law enforcement in the state to work with ICE to crack down on immigration. Now, with undocumented immigrants accounting for as many as 1 in 10 California workers, advocates want to keep their momentum See, it's never, it's it's never, it's never enough, never enough. Uh, the legacy of Prop 187 in 1994, I remember, I voted Prop 187. It uh, would ban illegals from receiving social services, health care, and education, and it passed in California. California taxpayers said, we want to spend our taxpaying money not paying uh, the services and health care and education for those that broke into our state illegally. Uh, now, what happened was the people voted and the law was stopped. That's called dictatorship. No state took bolder steps to, to protect public health and human life over the last two years. The first big baked, uh, breakthrough uh, the B rights for undocumented Californians came in 2013 when Governor Brown signed a law allowing them to get driver's licenses. I, I think New Jersey beat beat Governor Brown to that, so he had to he had to hip it up in the in the liberal ranks out there. But uh, also, uh, you know, the reasoning behind that was, well, the undocumented can't drive their kids to school or anything like that, so they wanted to allow, as they say, immigrant parents to lawfully drive their children. Uh, isn't the first thing that you think of, can they read all the traffic signs that are in English? I mean, that's just a common sense question, right? I mean, if I went and drove in Germany or or Ukraine, I, I might go the wrong way, right? You would think it might be a little dangerous. Two years later, Brown signed a law allowing low-income undocumented children to receive health insurance through Medi-Cal. And, uh, yeah, this, is, this just describes how they built the social safety net for the uh, undocumented immigrants, as the B says. Uh, California Democrats went further after former President Trump took office with his pledge to build a wall. Oh, remember the the wall? Oh, yeah. There's the a limit to the how wall. many people a nation can responsibly absorb into their societies. Every day, above and beyond our existing lawful admission programs, roughly 1,500 to 2,000 people 
try crossing our borders illegally. We do a very good job considering the laws are so bad. Well, how did California respond when former President Trump wanted to put up a wall? Well, you had Nancy Pelosi. I'm not going to give you a dollar. Uh, in 2017, California Democrats passed a sanctuary state law, which does not allow local law enforcement to cooperate with federal uh, immigration agents with ICE. Next segment, we'll talk about uh, the county of Fresno and ICE and the Truth Act. You know, every year they make a big deal about if, boy, don't you hand anybody over to that federal government. What? They're that bad a person? Well, still, don't you hand them over. Uh, so that happened in 2017. Now, to give him somewhat credit, former Governor Brown, he he was a little uh, reluctant to give health care to uh, undocumented because he said the cost, the cost of the state budget. Moonbeam was worried about the dollars, right? But uh, he left Newsom in. Newsom signed a law in September of 2020 making low-income undocumented immigrants available for the California Earned Income Tax Credit. And that's something that Governor Brown blocked. And that put hundreds of dollars into pockets of low-income Californians. So uh, criminal foreign nationals are now, I guess, Californians, I guess. Uh, more changes came. They extended Medi-Cal eligibility to undocumented seniors age 50 and over. Last month, California announced to be the first state to remove all age barriers to health care. Can you crank up that magnet even more? And they're beginning uh, providing uh, food stamps to undocumented WIC 55 and older as well. Now, California in May of 2020 became the first state to give that pandemic relief money directly to illegal aliens. Mayor, Jerry, I don't want to get you in trouble out in Fresno, California. Illegal aliens through all that stimulus money were eligible for up to 1700 in state funds, 500 in relief prepaid card, and 1200 from the Golden State Stimulus Fund. So uh, it, it's just uh, it's just been stepping stones. You see, do you see how they're doing that here? Uh, FairUS.org has stated that it was three billion in taxes. Also, the nonprofit Institute on Taxation and Economic Policy estimates three billion in local and state taxes. Uh, you'll always hear that number that they'll say, "Look, uh, they're paying taxes. Look, they're putting more into it than they're getting out of it." Really, each illegal alien's uh, child, uh, a student, is $24,000 a year. It's almost $50,000 if they got three kids, almost $75,000 if they got three kids. Uh, four kids? Yeah, 100 grand. 100 grand. Uh, and the additional $24 billion in services that California spends for. The illegal alien population. I mean, it's simply uh, the truth. And I wish Matthew Miranda at the FresnoB.com in this article called Building Safety Nets for the Undocumented. Uh, he did a whole lot of work and he put it all in order and a uh, good job of laying it out there. But uh, why did you leave out the, the real cost? So it's great objective journalism, right? The very end talks about it costing $3 billion. Uh, but doesn't put anything about the cost. And that's so unfair to do. So unfair. You were, uh, I was saying there a little bit about the Truth Act and Sanctuary State and how law enforcement, and we talked to Sheriff Margaret Mims numerous times about this. She even went back to D.C. with the Trump administration, sat at that roundtable and talked about how 
Uh, they're just tying their hands uh, here in California. 22,954 bookings were at the Fresno County Jail in the year 2021. Uh, I wonder how many of those 22,000 plus were turned over to ICE. When you hear the number, you'll see why this state doesn't give a rat's crack about your safety. They're anti-crime. They're pro-criminal. We'll talk about the Truth Act, and we'll do it here next. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Listening to the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Each year, the Truth Act that they pass in California makes all the counties sit down and say, Look, we didn't turn anybody over, only the worst of the worst are allowed to be turned over. Fresno County Jail, 22,954 bookings went down, 44 were turned over to ICE. So imagine. How that just messes up the what law enforcement is there to do, to serve and to protect. They're not there to deport. When they find those that they're protecting us from, they turn them over to federal uh, who deports. But no, 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 not in California, not at all. And uh, where's Newsom right now? He's in Washington, D.C. He's doing a three-day swing. And you know what he's going back to talk about? He's going to get an honor on behalf of California from an education, an education group. No state took bolder steps to to protect public health and human life over the last two years. Yeah, an education group is going to praise this guy, the number one shutter downer of education in America. <laughs> well, uh, Newsom uh, timed the visit, I think, while Biden was over in the Middle East, right? Sure, he did. Well, the governor's office said the president's absence just coincidental what's newsom doing he's going to meet with biden administration officials congressional leaders members of the california delegation to discuss all the number one issues that are facing californians and are facing americans you know what here was the list in the governor's office of what he's going to dc to talk about abortion access gun control and yes wait for it climate change yeah, those are the three things that are uh, you know we're suffering under at the, at, the, at the moment, right? So out of touch with reality on the ground. Inflation was even hotter than forecast in June, a sign you were paying a lot more for things last month. The consumer price index rose 1.3 percent from May to June. For the year ending in June, the CPI was up 9.1 percent, putting inflation back at 1981 percent levels. Excluding food and energy, the increase was still very strong, 5.9 percent. Hmm. Nice. A Public Policy Institute of California survey found 50% of respondents believe the state was headed in the wrong direction. Well, I mean, when you lose a congressional seat and uh, you lose population, you can say that, right? 
Uh, yeah, the the state's headed in the wrong direction. Nation headed in the wrong direction. June inflation percentages. Food up 10%. Energy 41% compared to a year ago. Gasoline close to 60% increase compared to this time last year. And shelter costs up 5% from last year. Prices on all items tracked by this report up 9.1% on average from last year. The White House thought this report was going to be bad. Even tried to put a positive spin on it before it came out, releasing a memo claiming that since gas prices are now falling it doesn't think this report reflects reality mm-hmm gasoline up 59.9 electricity 13.7 food at home 12.2 new cars up 11.4 I and I was saying a few hours ago on the show about used cars now are being repossessed repossessed because people can't afford the payments transportation up 8.8 food away from home up 7.7 used cars up 7.1 shelter up 5.6 Apparel up 5.2. Trump inflation, 1.4%. Biden inflation, 9.1%. And what's Joe Biden bragging about? He's bragging about, well, gas prices have been down 30 days in a row. That's what he said. Well, I guess average cost for gas ready. Uh, at the time he made that remark there uh, yesterday, according to AAA, doesn't this sound great if you were paying this $4.65? Wow. Boy, that, that would be uh, amazing. Uh, but in California, of course, you know, uh, we got all the climate change additions that rip it right out of our wallet every time we go under. Under former President Trump, the mean tweeter, the average cost for a gallon of gas never got higher than $2.96 across uh, America. That was the average. Uh, gas prices in Mexico are $3.12 a gallon. They've done government subsidies to keep the prices down. You know, here we just tap into our strategic petroleum reserve and send it to China to keep our gas prices down. Uh, inflation, 9.1%. Well, we know that, you know, things, they're improving though, aren't they? Things have improved, but inflation has gone up and we must address that. Okay, let's address that. Uh, it, they expected it to rise at an annual rate of 8.8%, up from 8.6% in May, but... Of course, anything in this Biden administration, whatever they uh, uh, predict, whatever they project, right? You can't believe it. Absolutely can't believe it because they told us for quite a while about what inflation was going to do. It was going to be transitory. And if you've been a listener to this show for any length of time, you know I said on this show, no, it's not. Is that based upon my skills and economists and all my years on Wall Street? No, I just researched and read those that said, uh, absolutely, it's not going to happen. We had Dr. Victor Davis Hanson on this show saying, no, it's not transitory. I really doubt that we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Most economic analysts have believed that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about this great, great deal. This is something that will uh, settle down. Transitory. <laughs> Transitory. And the data shows that most of the price increases we've seen are were expected and are expected to be temporary. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. It's un highly unlikely that's going to be long-term inflation that's going to get out of hand. I don't know anybody who's worried about inflation. Over the last couple of months, uh, we actually saw it trended downward. President Biden 
Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, enthusiastically retweeted an economist who had said in part, most of the economic problems we're facing, inflation, supply chains, etc., are high class problems. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, the number one thing that the president can do is help get COVID under control. Uh, that we know is the root cause of inflation. President Biden this afternoon saying he thinks we're at the peak of the crisis right now and that lower prices are on the way. The inflation has everything to do with the supply chain. Make no mistake, inflation is largely the fault of Putin. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. If you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it is to um, re- undo a lot of the Trump tax cuts. I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, everything. California borrowed more money from the federal government and has now decided to not repay it. It was to fund unemployment. Supposed to be repaid by mid-November. They're going to put the bill off for years. Who's going to have to pay the bill? Businesses in California. That's just another tax. I'll sweep it all together next. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 7 and AM 1400. The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Tomorrow, 3.30, Voice Fresno State, Paul Leffler will bring him in. We're going to talk. Got a lot of action. we got football season going to be here before you know it. All right. we got stadium name changes. we got Pac-12 talk. we got a whole lot. Uh, the name change did, right? Valley Children's Stadium, is that right? Yep, all right. 
Uh, so he'll have to. You know what? I have to have him drill him in here because for, he's been so long. I'm from Bulldog State. Bulldog State. Bulldog. How many times has he said that in his life? He's literally going to have red flashing lights around him to remind him. Believe me, I know about stuff like that because I forget things. I got to make notes all around me uh, at at all times here. Uh, Well, we have seen with California right now that uh, there's a lot of Democrat-led states that have to pay the price for all this, you know, this this bragging, you know. No state took bolder steps to to protect public health and human life over the last two years. Yeah, the budget surpluses that we hear about. Uh, Fresno County, uh, a lot of counties all up and down Cal. Every county gets money. What are you going to do with all this extra money, right? Well, uh, the nationaldesk.com said a handful of Democrat-led states with budget surpluses are reportedly deciding not to repay the money borrowed from the federal government to fund unemployment benefits. Remember, what was it? Was it 75% of the Paycheck Protection Program? I, I can't remember the number yesterday. It was, yeah, it was pretty high. Didn't even make it to the to the workers. Uh, two dozen states borrowed tens of billions of dollars. Uh, now, four states who have budget surpluses saying they're not going to pay the federal government back this year. Uh, Connecticut, Illinois, New York, and California. Here we come. Yep, California. We're going to use our surplus to fund things like payola. Yeah, Governor Newsom sending money uh, before the recall, and now here he'll probably have more money coming out before the uh, the midterms. But they call them, you know, sending money out uh, that's you know tax rebates, social programs. But they also have balances that are owed to the federal government. Now, where is it going to fall? Well, the businesses are going to pay them back. Ready for this? The Wall Street Journal reports. That if the state debts are not repaid by mid-November, the federal government will charge $21 per employee on all businesses annually beginning in the year 2023, so in January. So right now, if you're a business owner, you got a, you got 57 employees, multiply that by $21, and there comes a federal government charge. On top of that, state taxes on businesses to fund unemployment programs are also going to go up. According to the uh, budget summary, California plans on reimbursing businesses for the employee surcharge starting in 2024. So, state of California borrows all this money to go to unemployment, supposed to pay it back, but then says no, Uh, We're not going to pay it back. We're going to let the federal government put a fine on businesses, and then we'll repay the businesses back starting the year after that in 2024, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, like uh, like we're going to believe you, right? I mean, you're going to believe somebody who just didn't pay back somebody that they owed? In the real world, I think, don't we call that a Ponzi scheme in the real world? Yeah, we do. And now California is getting to the bottom of why gas prices are so high. Come on there, uh, Governor. Let me see. Uh, California Governor Face Mask D.C. Gruesome Mussolini. In January, we proposed a pause to the gas tax increase. Now... It's clear we have to go farther. Well, the next time you go to fill up, brace for it. There's a new gas tax taking effect statewide this morning. And that's why working with legislative leadership, I'll be submitting a proposal to put money back in the pockets of Californians to address rising gas prices. 
Yeah, and you know what else the state's going to do? Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon announced the formation of a bipartisan committee that's charged with finding ways the state can reduce gas prices. Wow, they're going to they're going to have to get together to figure out how a state that is actually a flush with uh, fossil fuels it's it's gurgling underneath us and you got some in the media that are like we don't understand what's going on. Pump prices will likely continue to rise as crude prices climb. What will it take to end all this pain at the pump? Good. We're going to kind of lecture you on and educate you on what it means to be an energy secure and energy independent nation. What will it take to end all this pain at the pump? Drill baby drill. What will it take to end all this pain at the pump? The chant is drill baby drill. What will it take to end all this pain at the pump? We will drill new wells offshore and we'll drill them now. We'll drill them now. What will it take to end all this pain at the pump? Drill, baby, drill and drill now. What will it take to end all this pain at the pump? Drill, baby, drill. (laughs) Drill, baby, drill. Drill, baby, drill. That's how we can end all this pain at the pump. Republicans have been saying it for quite a while. Uh, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, she was on CNN. And and try and figure this out. I'm going to read her quote right here. She said, today, meaning right now, we need the supply of gasoline to increase. So how how would you do that? You would drill, lift all the regulations, stop the pipeline cancellations, all of that. So she said, today we need the supply of gasoline to increase. Guys, this is our energy secretary. This is not some green and blue hair, nose ring environmentalist spouting out out of a bullhorn. This is the energy secretary. Today we need the supply of gasoline to increase. All right, get to work, oil companies. But then, after the comma, she says, then added but... Of course, in five or ten years. Okay, so then she says, okay, but in the today we need gasoline to increase, but in five or ten years, comma, actually in the immediate, not five or ten years, actually right now, meaning today, we're pressing on the accelerator, if you will, to move toward clean energy so that we don't have to be under the thumb of petro dictators. Do you hear how many contradictions is in just those few those few sentences? Today we need gas to increase, but in five or ten years, no, not, no, today we're pressing to get away from gas. So you want oil companies to boost their output right now and then start tearing apart the refineries and stuff? Yeah, that's that's what they're saying because the White House says to do that. And if you're in the oil business, why in the world would you invest money in an industry that the White House is trying to put out of business? And they're telling the whole world that we're going through this incredible transition that's going to lead us to be less reliant on the fossil fuels. And if you want to talk about making a a whole lot of money, the state of California uh, with their fuel taxes, uh, let's see, you got the state has the highest gas tax uh, at 68 cents. And then on July 1st, they added another 2.8 cents was added to each gallon. Cap and trade adds 24 cents to a gallon of gas. The California carbon fuel standard loads add on another 22 cents 
uh, per gallon. And then they got the fuel blend that the Air Resource Board, show us your papers, please. That's way more expensive to uh, to mix together, and that costs another $0.15 cents, uh, a gallon. So it just adds up. Oh, yeah, and then you got the Measure P park tax. That's just a cup of Starbucks a week, you know, to increase our parks with taxation. Well, they didn't buy parks. Oh, yeah, they bought the Tower Theater from the Adventure Church. Okay, so anyhow, you see how taxes work, right? And they keep adding up and adding up and adding up. And here in a state, we have more crude reserves than all but three other states. And they 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 literally know why the prices are, are so high. But uh, they carry out the charade. I can't imagine being a uh, TV news person and 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 uh, I guess reading off a teleprompter, yeah, yeah. She was reading off a teleprompter down in LA News. And you would think probably you would feel kind of ridiculous asking. So why are prices rising so quickly? I think we know why they're rising so quickly there, teleprompter reader. So why are prices rising so quickly? No more. No new fracking. So why are prices rising so quickly? We are... We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. So why are prices rising so quickly? Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in the Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. So why are prices rising so quickly? No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends, number one. So why are prices rising so quickly? A transition from the oil industry, yes. The oil industry pollutes. So why are prices rising so quickly? And I'd stop giving to the oil industry, I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. So why are prices rising so quickly? Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time over time. So why are prices rising so quickly? We have to move toward a net zero emissions. Joe? Oh, folks, uh, you know, you don't have to stand every time I hear hail to the chief wonder, where the hell is he? (laughs) Took me a long while. (laughs) You think I'm joking, I'm not. Turn around and where, where's, where's the president? Folks, look, uh, you know, uh, I'm Jill Biden's husband. And uh, uh, excuse me, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose track here. And uh, uh, I get up in the morning, look at Jill and say, where the hell are we? This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Listening to the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Voice of Fresno State, Paul Luffler is going to be on the show tomorrow at uh, 3.30 and Friday on the show, foxnews.com's and uh, California Rebel-based podcast host Steve Hilton is going to be on the show. We're going to be talking about attorney general candidate Republican Nathan Hockman and his abortion views. He's as radical as the Democrat Attorney General Rob Bonta when it comes to abortion. At least that's what I've heard. We've uh, again today tried to make contact with Hawkman's office three times. It's a charm, right? I guess. 
but if he comes on, we're going to ask him about that and other things. And I will be a, a civil gentleman, just like I was with candidate for Congress. Matt Stoll was a Republican that was uh, pro-abortion, and he and I had the conversation and can still be civil and uh, friendly. I, You know, I, I, I totally disagree with it, and it churns my stomach. And uh, we're, 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 you'll never convince anybody or win anybody over by, you know, uh, shouting and with spittle coming out of your mouth and they're having to guard their face, you know, as you're yelling, baby, kill her. Doesn't work that way. And there's so many great organizations and very proud and honored to, uh, to know and uh, to work with John Girardi. Uh, with Central California Right to Life and their pregnancy centers that they do. They do so much good work for women. And you got Senator uh, Prison Warden out there just on the war path, literally on the war path as she's out there uh, attacking them as being uh, evil. You even got churches. I'm going to play some more audio tomorrow. I found some audio of some churches. Uh, A lot of them down in the South saying that uh, the pro-life movement is demonic in churches, big churches, big huge churches. So we'll talk more about uh, COVID and abortion tomorrow. Doesn't that sound really fun? We need to get vaccinated. Why is that? Listen to him now. One of the things that's clear from the data, that even though vaccines, because of the high degree of transmissibility of this virus, don't protect overly well, as it were, against infection, they protect quite well against severe disease leading to hospitalization and death. And I believe that's the reason... Neil, why at my age, being vaccinated and boosted, even though it didn't protect me against infection. Uh, show the facts, stats on that. Your doctor, come on, your NIH, your CDC, come on. Where is it? Come on, give us the facts. Give us the right now, bust it out with hospitalizations, vac- vaccinated, unvaccinated. Back that up. I feel confident that it made a major role in protecting me from progressing to severe disease. He feels it. And that's very likely why I had a relatively mild course. So my message to people who seem confused because people who are vaccinated get infected, the answer is, if you weren't vaccinated, the likelihood you would have more severe course than you did have when you were vaccinated. And he's guessing. He has no. He would have thrown the science out to Neil Cavuto there, right? And Neil, here's what we say. Would you put up the chart I just sent you? But listen, here's what he says now. Huh? One of the things that's clear from the data that even though vaccines, because of the high degree of transmissibility of this virus, don't protect overly well, as it were, against infection. Oh, so it doesn't work. It's just a, now will keep you from dying. So you want to take an experimental vaccine that has a 0.3% death rate for America. There's been a million and 21,000 deaths out of 330 million Americans. Listen to the CDC Director Walensky. Boy, they're pushing boosters right away. Many Americans are under-vaccinated, meaning they are not up to date on their COVID-19 vaccines. Not all people over the age of 50 have received their first booster dose. Of those who received their first booster dose, only 28% of those over 50 have received a second booster dose. I wonder why. And of those over the age of 65, only 34% have received their second booster dose. So my message right now is very simple. It's essential that these Americans, as Dr. Shaw said, get their second booster shot right away. All right. You're going to believe the the CDC now or this uh, ABC doctor that was on Good Morning America? I'm going to keep playing this because 
Uh, this was a revelation on ABC. Our immune response, remember, is not just about antibodies. It's about that T-cell response also, which is, you can't really measure as well as just a pure antibody level. And it's certainly not just about more boosting for everyone. People who have high antibody levels, there's the potential um, of this immune phenomenon known as tolerance, where if you already have high antibody levels and you get another booster, that your immune system can start to say, well, what what am I needed for? And can kind of start to oh, shut down. Wow. Kind of start to shut down your immune system. That's not good <laughs> at all. And she's saying that continual boosting uh, could possibly do this. She has to kind of go, you know, a little softer on ABC could possibly do this. But she's saying that because it is happening around the world. And we're seeing it uh, actually play out. Uh, in so many ways, in so many fashions, and we've learned today that California is going to put together a commission to find out why gas prices are so high. So rest assured, they're going to get this. They're going to get this figured out, and pretty soon we're going to see the prices just start to drop, just start to fall off. They're all bragging. Kamala Harris tried to take a 9.1% inflation and put a bright light on it. You know, all she rambled out, uh, Kamala. Kamala. Kamala Harris. Oh, yeah. Gas prices have been dropping 30 days in a row. Already down 40 cents in some places. Woo! Boy, if that happened around here, we'd be at what? About 580, 590. It's still ridiculous. But, hey, they'll figure it all out. Hey, looking forward to tomorrow on the show talking to Paul Leffler, voice of Fresno State. Stadium name change. Got football coming up and uh, also maybe a tax to fund a new stadium. Well, we'll talk about a whole lot. Thanks to Agent Squires, Scott Willing. We'll be back at 3 to do all that. John Girardi, he's coming up next. Enjoy your Wednesday nights. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.